nah, nah. <laughs> never, never heard of Obama. Talk to me about Johnny, though. There is no way Obama was out here when Johnny was Dude, out here. Back on Welcome and hop on in. This is the Bunk Boys Podcast. But start recording this. This is quality content. Record this. Yeah, it's on. So uh, you want to air your grievances right now? Um, Please, by all means. No, I just I think you you need to to have control of of everything. Yeah, that's Alex, true. Alex, you want to speak? You want to speak more to that? Well, I, I just think I'm a product of my environment, in which you know, <laughs> I've I've moved to Texas and I'm living in my own apartment. So I think I'm just inured with being able to control my my surroundings more and you know this is really yeah. really just dates back to my childhood trauma of not being able to, <laughs> not having a proper bedroom to decorate so <laughs> oh, okay so so, so now that's the true source because it's like a, a pity thing yeah a little bit okay yeah. maybe um, around the age of 35 is when you can like start firing back without consequence <laughs> oh my gosh that's a long time yeah, yeah. no Alex, does that mean I should make you just full host instead of co-host so you can really feel the full power that you want? <laughs> that's what he wants. I demand the only childness of this call. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty deep. I'm glad I got to understand where this desire for control comes from. You're really unpacking everything. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been unpacking a lot on a hot mic, which really maybe speaks to more just on, just on more only yeah. only childness where i need to be the center of attention and yeah <laughs> that was a that was a very visceral laugh City. i think you, <laughs> yeah and, uh, just, uh, we watched this show called girls five ever mm-hmm. it has this like parody music video of um it's called i think new york city lonely boy boys I don't know. I'm trying to sing the song, but I'm completely <laughs> And it, it's basically a description of Alex's childhood. Um, mm. <laughs> I think the, the lyric goes, <laughs> no brothers or sisters, just a little mister. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 sent, I think I sent the link to you and Jorge. It's just like a fully grown adult, but in a seven-year-old body. And he's like at a cafe. He's wearing a tuxedo and a fedora. And he's like <laughs> sipping an espresso. Um <laughs> Another lyric is the doorman. Yeah, best best friend is his doorman, <laughs> which was like entirely my reality as well. They're all good homies. Nice. Shout out Ronnie, Marcus, Danny, Andy, oh Ruben, okay. Carlos, Calvin. Okay. Yeah, let's get Marcus. I think you did. Hmm. Sorry, you confusing people Juan. now? Or? I feel like you could just be making no, up I, names Basil. at this point. No, no, no. Basil? I feel like you're just like looking at food well, items or something. <laughs> what was the what was the other food item they said? I don't know. But I feel like it was coming. Pork, up, pork, you pork know? Yeah, you ran. You ran. Yeah, you hit the end of the list, and then you just started making up food items. Exactly. No, I'm sure his name was actually Basil, but he was like being too nice to everyone. He's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm <laughs> Speaking of Basil. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, which is a Disney Channel original movie, which is the topic of this uh-huh. episode that yep. we're doing. Yeah. What, a, what, what a transition. That was good. Yeah. Speaking of Basil. <laughs> there could be any segue. Like Disney Channel original movies, I feel like, really covered, covered every single range of like, topic. Yeah. Although, has there been a soccer decom? I was thinking about it. There have been a lot of 
sports it's gotta decoms. be let me think no heads up half of my favorite disney channel original movies are all relevant <laughs> or deal with sports oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh okay because Donna, well, no at its core a decom a sports decom is not about the sport it's about the heart <laughs> Yeah, I was really hoping that that you guys would overlap with mine more, so I could eliminate some of mine and just be like, "Well, you know, someone already covered that, so I can go to the next one." Oh, by the way, I told Francesca my list because why? <laughs> because I was struggling real hard. Right. Okay. And but I did not hear her list. Yeah. It was. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think it'll still be fresh. I also don't remember right now. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't I don't remember. I think I remember one movie that you mentioned. Really? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm interested to see how many of the movies that everyone lists I will actually know out of like the 50 whatever like Disney Channel or 60 that are on or listed. I I think I've watched all of them except for like maybe four. I was Damn, that's a lot. The list. I really thought I had watched all of them and I was There's, surprised. That's insane. That. Up until what year? Up until 2021? <laughs> <laughs> well, the embarrassing part is that the movies that I'm missing aren't necessarily the most recent movies. <laughs> um, I've stayed pretty up to date, I think. You know, uh, are you a fan uh, of Descendants? The trilogy? No comment. <laughs> the mega movie <laughs> I can't. My sister Genevieve, she'll she watches that nonstop, and I just cannot handle. It's just playing in the background every time okay, I go it does, home. But there are some quality, yeah, 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 yeah. And dance, you know, scenes. <laughs> also, it's got me going with like kind of the fairy tale bit, but mm. you know, like a bit you know, twist on the fairy tale. I eat that stuff up. Yeah, no, I it's if, okay. If I was like of the age, I'd probably be like really into it but since it's you know a bit embarrassing i'm only it manifests as like a light <laughs> a light curiosity yeah that works that works. don't worry francesca no ju no judgment here or no false <laughs> um, there'll be a lot of judgment yeah there will be a lot so. wait wait can we pause can we also introduce francesca hi francesca <laughs> hi francesca. welcome to our podcast hi thank you first time first time caller do you even no, have you ever no, listened to our podcast first time listener first time being part of the podcast hey i have listened yes i have listened <laughs> okay. to the podcast ouch hurt that you think that i haven't okay it's okay we assume no one's listened to our podcast so it's a base base assumption yeah it's really good and anything else is just like icing on top all right except shout out to our our, our fan andrew jabara he definitely jabara holding it down cheers <laughs> But yeah, you want to do a quick, quick little intro? Oh God, I'm so bad at these. Oh, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> start with start ask, with your I can name. Ask some leading questions, if you want. My yeah. name is Francesca. Oh, cool. <laughs> my name is Francesca, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> um, you are um, a connoisseur of Disney Channel original I, movies. Yes, right? I would say that I, you know, I am a bit disappointed in myself that I'm not a full expert, but I think I'm willing to put in the time. <laughs> you know, some other time to, mm -hmm. to really strengthen that up. Cause there are definitely movies on this list that I've seen more times than I should probably admit on mm -hmm. the recording. 
so I just really have to even that out with the ones that I haven't seen and I'll get there. Yeah. Boom. So right there, we got we got biographical information, <laughs> life aspiration. Uh -huh. I think that's a pretty and good qualifications and qualifications. Yeah, exactly. For, uh, <laughs> yes. Nice. Um, do we want to run through what the format countdown for this episode is going to exactly. be like? Yeah, we're going to go around in a circle, starting with our fifth favorite decom, and then we'll go. We can do like Alex, Oscar, then Francesca. Yep. And then we'll keep looping through. And then at the very end, uh, we share our number one top favorite Disney Channel original movie. All right. And then for, for each of the, the selections, we'll just kind of, you know, enter some light discourse. This okay. is like a salon. Yeah, yeah. Salon in, in There's only the like enlightenment. 20% chance that I change one last minute. Oh my gosh. But uh, it's okay. We'll allow yeah. it. it. It makes things spicy. Okay. And then at the very end, we can do a little recap and maybe some honorable mentions because there's a high volume of movies oh, God, and not yeah. that many spots on the list. So I, we, think I we'll... needed a top 10 at least. Okay. <laughs> maybe next time. Yeah. Cool. How's that sound? That sounds good. I like it. I like it. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm ready. I don't know. I I have all my tabs open right now with the list of ones I have, and I'm just like <laughs> moving them around. <laughs> Everything's fluid. Stuff. Oh my god. Okay, well, I guess this is gonna be my number five. <laughs> Are you just randomizing your list right now? <laughs> no, no, no. I have it in an order, but there's a couple that especially on the last, like where it goes to the honorable mention side. Uh-huh. Like it's like five, six, seven, if you were to rank them and like which ones I want to make it on. Oh, that's list. tough. Like what's what's on the border? All right, we've massaged this enough. Let's just jump right into it. I'll take the leap of faith. Number five, now you see it. Wait. Oh, solid. <laughs> oh, you forgot about it? Ah, you didn't look through the list, did you? Oh my gosh. Damn, that's spicy. No, this is this is this is real, this is a really bad start. <laughs> <laughs> no no this is good if, if oscar forgot my He's number gotten... five pick existed yeah. no 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 that's a good one fun fact if you go to wikipedia that is the one of the few movies on there that does not have a hyperlink to an extent <laughs> yeah i thought that was super interesting i think there is room to build and grow and write up the synopsis of now you see mm. it um that's that's uh Oh, snap. That's not Phil of the Future guy, is it? No, it is you not. Are, you, I, I keep getting that kind of this, Like two <laughs> days ago. You know no, why I said that? It's because it's Ali Mashaka. Yeah. Dude, it's the, yeah. the opposite. I, I love this movie because at a certain, because, you know, people are doing like fun little magic tricks and there's a magician competition. And I love seeing a lot of the practical magic tricks, things that historically have been used. And then the main guy is literally just magical and magic actually exists. Um, but does it? Wink. <laughs> I think it does because the, yeah, know, the villain exactly. sends up, up okay, into the yes. ceiling. <laughs> right. like at the end, it's supposed to be like, I feel like it ends with more of like a, well, is it all really a trick? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Oof. No, I think magic really exists. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got that feeling too, but I think they want but to no, it a does. little... I thought it was a it was a pretty dark ending because from what I remember, the main dude is on the run, <laughs> and but Ali Mashaka yeah. says to the camera, 
<laughs> we, we haven't we haven't seen him we have no idea where he is and then he shows, no, then he he shows like up. Yeah, yeah he materializes yeah. right next to it but that's a yeah. classic magician it was like a thing of smoke you know oh i thought no. he literally just phased i don't in. think so okay. i think you need to i don't know this is your choice you need you need the research for it so. oh damn all right yeah. well we we can't have this dynamic through all of this. <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry um, i'm sorry this is equal and mm-hmm. you're right i don't know maybe he does just phase <laughs> um but no magic magic is sick i thought the villain was also pretty cool i think he was like invincible or something or not invincible he was like an immortal dude who kept like yeah uh, i think it was like somewhat i think he like sucked the lifeblood off of the winners of these competitions (laughs) yeah yeah it was pretty it was pretty villainous yeah yeah, yeah, and in my mind, the, the villain is Christopher Lee, the guy who played Count Dooku in the Star Wars movies. Turns out there's a completely different dude. Still same, like, snow white hair and beard. Completely different dude, though. Yeah. Is this the yeah, actor? Who is the villain? Frank Langella? Was that the villain? No. Sounds right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That guy's, like, he's a pretty... I've seen him in other, like, pretty serious movies. The dude has, like, his one four Tonys. Yeah, he's got range. Yeah, he's got range. <laughs> and this was him at his peak. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Damn, he's old. Um, yeah, and and I remember seeing a behind the scenes featurette on this movie about uh, how they took a lot of historical magic tricks and practices and tried mm-hmm. to integrate it into the movie. Um, one of the competitors in the story, I think, uses a a floating light bulb illusion and he said yeah that was one that was really famous back in uh, 1920s yeah well, i feel like they that was kind of part of it was like teaching them about the history yeah. of magic yeah Which I, I think that was, a, that was something i guess me as an, a nerd did like as part of the show mm-hmm. yeah solid pick yeah that's me my number five now you see it with Decidedly not Phil from <laughs> Phil of the Future. No. Cool. Oscar, what you got? <laughs> what, what, did the, what did the spinning wheel land on? We, we, got a, we got a fantastic piece about cultural connection. Um, the movie goes by the name of uh, The Luck of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the color of French. I was going to say, yeah, because that's the one that you always yeah. bring up whenever we talk about DCOMs is the apartheid one. Yeah, that that one's also that one's also a good good piece up in the uh-huh. in a similar category. But yeah, we got the luck of the Irish on number five. Right. I earlier mentioned that a lot of mine are going to be sports related. We're yeah. kicking it off with the with the first one. Um, I think looking back, like one of the biggest memories that stands out is like the final like basketball scene. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like a whole yeah. game, right? It's like, it's a it's, whole game. Yeah. Uh, also phenomenal when it comes to any sports. Sports movies are hard to do to like nail like lifestyle recordings of a sports game. So that for that to have gone down in a decom was pretty cool for them to lay it out. But also just like, right, what's the finale scene where like the leprechaun, the evil one, just like shrivels up or actually becomes small, right? Oh yeah, and then he like leaves his jersey. Is that a thing? Yeah, he just like he sh- he like, shrinks oh, and then just goes. He shrinks and then like takes yeah, off or something. Like, or something. Mm-hmm. Is he still alive? I honestly, I don't remember if it's supposed to be like, oh, he's gone forever. I think it's or... a common thing yeah. in these Disney Channel movies to say 
innuendos for dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think he like rockets off like when he loses the game because they made the wager the bet. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. About the game. Um, so that was fun. Um, it's also just cool to see what other schools look like in movies. That was one of my favorite things. I was mm. like, oh, what do all these schools? And because I think it took place somewhere in the Midwest or something. Classic, classic suburban mm. spot for this to happen. So um was fun to uh to see that. I don't know. Good luck was always like a, a fun concept as a whole. And there was a whole like carnival or festival thing that he like went to visit at the beginning that like kicked everything off. Was it I an Irish festival? Yeah, that's was, what I think it was. It was like step yeah. dancing, right? Mm. Yeah, that was his whole thing of like discovering like that he was like his Irish roots. Um, but yeah, that's my number five, the luck of the Irish. Was, was that homie also... Did he look 30 and he was trying to pass himself off as a high schooler of the, oh, the yeah. rival basketball team? I, re- I vaguely yeah. remember that. Yeah. He becomes more and more leprechaun as the movie goes on. Yeah, yeah, like the ears start kicking in. Yeah, no, eventually on the last game, they're like literally playing a team of grown-ass men. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then eventually he looks like sicking, like disgustingly vin- villainous, right? Like uh-huh. this is him like he just grows oh yep yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. remember that yeah the guys yeah. next to him who are ostensibly <laughs> regular oh, humans like not... are also like 50 year olds like yeah. grown men yeah but that's that's my number five yeah francesca just... yep all right okay um you know i just went with with my gut with these uh <laughs> so uh this might <laughs> no overthinking went into this uh, honestly i i'm i would be kind of surprised if either of you have seen this so let's see go on get a clue no get a clue. anything, anything? It, it, it. oh fuck yeah get a clue okay That's yes. a banger. thank you thank you yeah yeah yeah. Yes. they're in the whole yeah no that one's a good one they're in the hotel uh, at the end when the hotel like, yeah 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 yeah. Okay. So we got we got Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got yeah. Brenda Song. We got I didn't know his name, but I looked it up. Bug Hall, who Dude, was what a name. <laughs> from the Little Rascals. Alfalfa. Oh, what? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the you know romantic you know, heartthrob. Yeah, he's like well, <laughs> well the, the whole thing is like initially she thinks like he's like gross and disgusting and then he's like oh he's kind of cute now <laughs> best friend who cleans up well not best friend no friend no they're not friends. The, <laughs> the thing is like this teacher goes missing yeah right and he's kind of suspected of i think killing his girlfriend oh it's uh, when you kind when I dark. say that out loud, it's a little dark. Well, the mm. girlfriend like went missing too, and then they kind of realized that they were like, dating. I think was maybe. yeah. There was like a whole like a fair type thing or like yeah. going on in the background. And then do they find out that the they find the teacher right? Is that what it is? Like he's just gone into hiding or something? Yeah, no. he went into hiding, and it, it turned out out to be like all about a brooch. Do you remember that? I think it was. Like oh, the little like the beetle, beetle, the beetle. But yeah, it was yeah, a bug. Yeah, yeah, it was like really expensive or something. And yeah, I think someone had to. Did someone have to pretend to die so like the other person could get it? Yeah, they had know, to sneak in. Something like that. 
Yeah. It was like a heck of a spy movie. Like yeah, it was a it was, quality spy movie. <laughs> and that's what I loved. I, I like, mm. you know, fancied myself a young detective yeah. at the time. So <laughs> And they kind of went through the whole scene of like trying to get gadgets and stuff. Yeah, because they have the cool scene where they visit like that gadget store with like everything. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, at that point in time, I remember I used to buy gadgets or like at like stores like toy gadgets. Yeah, I definitely had some of those like here through walls things. (laughs) Yeah, they had little spy gadgets. They're they're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Good pick, man. Coming in, coming in with the ones I completely forgot about. Yeah. Alex hit me with another I zero, one. I, I have zero about. comment on. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that movie is, obviously. All right. Yeah. All right, number four, Johnny Capahala back on board. Specifically, <laughs> the <laughs> specifically the sequel because that one came at prime childhood time for me. Johnny Tsunami was a little bit before my time. Wait, that's not that's not the sequel of. Johnny Tsunami, is it? It is. It is. It is? Yeah, it, it's a it's a whole right. tr- it's Let's talk movie. about it. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Kapahala turns into a hunk, cuts off that hair. He's like oh, hard. Shit. Thr- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah, look yeah, at him too long. Oh my god. He's like 15 here. What are you <laughs> No, he's probably older than that. Well, you know okay, how to he's play playing young. a 15-year-old, whatever. Um so this introduced Jake T. Austin as well, the, the youngest brother of Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Um, he basically returns to his roots, returns to Hawaii. His grandfather's married like a 30-year-old woman. Um, Every part of the movie. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was a huge selling point in all of the trailers. Haha, Johnny's uncle is 10 years old. <laughs> Super yeah. interesting family dynamics. I like that there was this a lot of the, the, the dynamic between, I forgot what J.T. Austin's character is, Chris. The dynamic between you know, Chris and Johnny was really cool. You're trying to get in with this. <laughs> DCOMs always have a, a habit of kind of shoehorning surface level themes. I don't know if they're trying to sell something or promote something, but Chris gets in bad with a gang of oh, dirtboard riders yeah a sport i've i'd never heard of but maybe that was the purpose of this of this movie um i like that they yeah lots of like board sports which i feel kind of an affinity to yeah overall very very solid movie heartwarming sample you sample a different a different board sport in each act of the (laughs) yeah of the movie who's little jay wait scroll up Is this the cast? I'm, just, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article and on the side, starring Lil J. I don't know. Jonathan Richard McDaniel? Oh, wait. Okay. He was on That's So Raven. Wait. And Raven's home? Raven's. Wait. What? Whoa. Okay, I don't know. That's a rabbit hole we don't yeah, want to get into. There's too much. <laughs> so oh. we're going to move on from that. But yeah, Johnny Cabahala back on board. Thought his last name was Tsunami for a while. <laughs> In the first one, thought it was I was, Tsunami. I was very confused. And I guess that also led to your confusion yeah. about Johnny Tsunami versus Johnny Cabahala. like, there are just two movies with, with Johnny as the first name. Board yeah. yeah. Sports. <laughs> it's, a, it's an equivalent to like the Air Bud movies. Air Bud and then just the different. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Alex? You're going to like my number four. 
Also, Johnny Cavallo. Johnny Cavallo back on board, baby. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Uh, yeah, that's why I got really excited when you listened because that's my number four. Quality movie. I'll just I'll throw in a couple more comments. I'll, the whole not knowing what this sport is, but like it like takes <laughs> mountain biking and skateboarding together. Yeah, pretty sick. The boards are also like longboard esque in that they're very springy, which was really cool to see. Yep. Um, in the movie, was remind me was it this one where one the rival team had like its own skate shop or things? Like, was there a whole thing of like, oh. And they were running the surf shop out of business. Yeah, like they were like screwing them over. Or yeah, something. man, I, rem- I remember some light, some light property damage and grand larceny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds super familiar. Something being on fire, maybe because they own yeah. a surf shop, right? The couple yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember that there was like all this like trying to punk and mess with each other type of stuff like that yeah. that, that went down. And then um, there's um, Johnny's love interest rolls with the the dirt the dirt borders the dirt maybe, i think it sounds yeah. all super familiar oh yeah there was the whole thing with the dirt devils of of being mean because they had like a terrible coach right whoever their coach was that like long-haired dude was just like a complete maybe. asshole yeah yeah and there were i think there was some there was some play with mainlanders versus people from hawaii yeah did we catch that did we try and clock that because i i vaguely remember all the dirt devils being just like white bros white yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows i think that one deserves a rewatch just to see it through yeah. the cultural lens now <laughs> you're yeah. watching the trailer right now yeah and streaming the, the movie on the side yeah no <laughs> confirmed all the guys on the dirt devils are white okay Cool, 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 cool. Um, alrighty, Francesca, Francesca oh. better be fucking Johnny Capahala for number four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've come to bring like a different perspective mm-hmm. to this group, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, uh, sadly, it is not another Johnny sport. Capahala. It's not another sport. Board. Johnny tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, uh, yeah, I, I did like those, but I went with a different direction. And really, I was just waiting till the last minute to decide which one between these wow. two I was going to pick. And I've decided, maybe controversially, on the Cheetah Girls 2. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was only That's one so wrong funny. answer, and I think it was Cheetah Girls 3. Cheetah yeah. Girls, One World, cheated. or what? Yeah, yep, yep, One World. Twenty-five percent gone. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yes, the original is like you know, they've got yeah, it's got a lot of stuff going on. You know, you've got the dog. Always love a dog in in movies, mm-hmm. but I do love like the the Barcelona stuff and yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls too, and it has has the song that I definitely used to put on like a, a hype playlist strut yeah yeah exactly like i would walk through i feel like manhattan with that, with that thing mm-hmm. <laughs> my headphones <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. you know um and nice. yeah brought together some a bit of like spanish music as well mm-hmm. i thought it was 
I thought it was pretty good overall. Shouts out to Kenny Ortega for uh yeah, oh did he do the choreography slash direct it? Yeah, uh, he's he's I mean he does everything. Right. Yeah. He is he's pretty extraordinary. Well we should have you know just a Kenny Ortega fan fest. But uh <laughs> should we pivot this episode now. to Kenny Ortega <laughs> top five choreographed scenes? Alex, what did you strut to in Manhattan? Yeah. I think I had like seven up until the age of 15 or 16, I didn't really listen to a lot of music. So I think I rotated seven songs. Nice. Same. Radatats, Germany to Germany, 17 years. Um, definitely some Beatles songs on there because that was just what my dad would, would play in the car. <laughs> They're very limited and weird. Solid mix. It's only the Beatles or rather that show was cool i can i can hear that playing in my head right now uh i remember the the street performer who's supposed to stand like a statue and then uh, as yeah, they like come down they start singing next to him, then he starts like dancing that's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. and then the, the the final song okay okay that's actually Jesus. that was gonna be my one point Friends against for, it oh you hate it oh no it's <laughs> oh, so no. bad it's so bad i was gonna hope that like just no one brought that up dave got your back when early <sighs> like Jesus. come on Migos, had... friends for life <laughs> the rhythm in each other That's yeah, keeps I, us I don't know i just feel like you had you know the whole movie to build up to this final song mm-hmm. And you call it Amigas Cheetahs. Like, first of all, I don't Terrible know. grammar. Well, no, I mean. Friends, cheetahs. Cheetah friends. Cheetah friends. I, I mean, you can, like, since it isn't in Spanish, it's, a, I think, you know, a little bit more. Now on the scene, Spanish expert, Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Molina, ready to weigh in. I think it can work. Yeah, how do they have it? What do they? Oh, like she's a like una chica linda or something like that, right? Like you can say stuff like that. Una chica linda. Yeah. So you were hoping that I was going to be proven wrong. I thought we were going to drop this dynamic. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, you yeah okay yeah. No, I was also picking fights. Yeah, you were. Yeah, okay. Fight, 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 fight. No, I'm for peace and love. Not. Well, anyways, I just thought that they could have had more of a, a better power ballad because, mm-hmm. yeah, they had some other good songs, but not not that one, I'd say, in my opinion. Yeah, so that's my number four. Oh, very cool. Number three, Alex? Number My number three. We're going to have to pause and do a, a, mod, a contemporary mm. uh, retrospective on this show. Or is there yes. on this movie because it's very, actually, very problematic yeah, in a lot of ways. Okay, that's why I was kind of shocked. Well, it would have been closer to the top, but I also okay. wanted to just talk about it. Okay, so, so maybe that's why it's on the movie. list. Okay, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Um, Ooh, no, I'm just <laughs> The story <laughs> is, is this popular girl in California um, doesn't, doesn't care for her heritage or meaningful things she learns that she's the reincarnation of some legendary warrior right just to defeat some 
evil dude in, in big armor who can possess other people. And so they got another reincarnated motherfucker who is supposed <laughs> to be a Chinese monk played by a Japanese dude is eh, eh. <laughs> um, and he trains her in the ways of Shaolin monks or Kung Fu. He has these different statues that can possess the teachers who have been giving Wendy grief. And then they in turn become her mentors, teach her different sides of Kung Fu. So you, know, you gotta be you gotta be flexible like a snake or you gotta be fierce like a tiger, <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> nice. It was important because this was the first Asian focused decom. So that's why it, it makes my list. Are you, are you gonna try and validate that for me? Uh yeah, definitely looking to Valid, valid. <laughs> fact check, um, fact check. Uh, there were, yeah, a little bit, but you know, keep going. I think I was also pleasantly surprised because I think they speak Cantonese. There's I feel like, like we there, definitely need a fact check. On there's an exchange one. between the grandma and I'm, I'm just gonna call him Shin. That's the that's the actor's name. There's like a an exchange in Chinese where the grandma is like, "Is it true? Is is my Wendy the 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 warrior princess that was promised?" They talk about mooncakes, which I thought was like a cute little cultural tidbit. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> like we eat mooncakes at home. That's kind of a cool little detail. It's, I, I can't expect too much out of the Disney Channel original movie to get things completely authentic. I think there is definitely a lot of hand waviness, especially when it comes to the, <laughs> the animals possessing the teachers and trying to teach. Um, <laughs> yeah kung fu and shit like that this the, the evil spirits also a little suspect i think this kind of dives into my big fundamental question about is it is it important to get the first thing accurate but potentially alienating because it's like hyper dialed in and detailed or do we want something that markets well to a wider audience and gets less of the details right I think Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior definitely errs towards the second interpretation. I shouldn't say err. It's not necessarily like terribly bad because, you know, it's introducing people to what mooncakes are or, you know, they hear a little bit of Chinese, but it's really not the full mark of Chinese culture. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's why for me, it's the age old fundamental question. It's a good point. Yeah. One question. How many movies that depict Chinese culture do you think have appropriately casted everyone to be just Chinese and not just <laughs> a general Asian? Because yeah. the guy or whatever his name, Shen, was Shin Koyamada, Mara, who you said was Japanese. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wonder, I wonder, relative to other films at this time, if their ratio of casting was better. oh yeah i think we should also mention that <laughs> that brenda's song i think is lao ah yeah also good yeah them. So, yeah that's a good question because my mind just defaults to like the itman movies <laughs> but that those are like hong kong industry hong kong directed movies so that's just cheating a little bit well i guess we could look at shang chi um without actually having seen that movie like yeah. that one, I think they were very deliberate about how they were casting everyone and all of them were of Chinese origin. A lot of them speak Chinese as well. So 
yeah yeah i think we're just getting better in general i think wendy was yeah. just uh i said this I'm as a joke but this, now this is a serious phrase it's a product of its time where yeah. maybe we didn't care that much about the authenticity of it uh, i just read an interesting tidbit i mm -hmm. just want want to gauge your reactions to mm -hmm. it so uh there was reportedly going to be a sequel to wendy Wu homecoming warrior which basically was going to revolve around the plot of that evil guy i forget what his name was was going to be possessing their family dog no <laughs> so <laughs> i mean don't know why it was cut but uh that that could have been um could have been a band i know it could have been on my list really pushing the boundaries disney channel and their like continuous emphasis on dogs and pets yeah dog with well, the I for one, I'm, I'm all for the wendy Wu expanded cinematic <laughs> universe but i just i think i pictured in my head like them trying to cgi like a dog doing martial arts and i think <laughs> that's where it all went downhill yeah that, well that's where you end up with like a scrappy dude looking type cgi from the yeah <laughs> Okay, on, on like a separate note, I think movies, when they have animals as main characters, they have to make a very critical decision. And I think I know what the dominant strategy is. They have to make a critical decision between, do we want to film a really good animal actor and then just have voiceovers with them doing certain actions, but not actually have them move their mouths? Or do we want full CGI Scrappy-Doo? And I think it's always worked out, mm. at least with earlier films in the early 2000s, with the former. Like Homeward yeah. Bound, Homeward Bound with the two dogs and the cat. Yeah. I think yeah. they just have voiceovers and they oh, just... Oh, yeah. No, I think that's the way to go. I feel like, <laughs> like yeah. getting real, really realistic. I feel like yeah. The Lion King, that's where we saw, like... People don't really want to see a bunch of real photorealistic. Animals. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, the yeah, animals yeah. can't like you know roll their eyes mm -hmm. really or like do yeah. giant smiles and yeah. funny faces, and it just doesn't. It's it loses like the character. I would actually take Scrappy Doo over over John Favreau's Lion King. Scrappy Doo movie? No, like like the Scrappy Doo style. From which Scrappy Doo style? From, Are you talking about from, from Scoop, the live from action? From the live action Scooby Doo movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all right. So I think it's still, you know, I, I think, mm, yeah. I guess I, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Oscar, you're number three. My number three um, is Motocross. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That's the one I thought was She's the Man, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. similar similar type of premise where you know girls breaking the norms of like sports of what she can do because her brother's and like this phenomenal her brother this yeah. way so yeah. yeah so her brother's like this like talented like motocross rider that competes but he like gets injured and like the family's like trying to get sponsorships like they're like a riding family which is what they do and like her dad goes off to like find a replacement or something to like race for their team um but she sneaks in, cuts her hair, and, like, you know, she's in a helmet geared up. No one ever knows who the rider is under the hood. Um, but she just, like, goes off and, like, um, what's it called? Just succeeds and kicks ass. 
in the job until she like gets figured out and then is there like a romantic portion to it where like, like she gets a crush is, on yeah. one of the comp yeah on one of like the fellow writers um and eventually it gets revealed um at the end um and her brother like knows it and like i think is supportive but it was cool i don't know dirt bikes it's fun um but yeah no also another thing of like budget and filming another like high intense sport type thing and this time it's motorcycles it's just like a level up from the same thing of like the luck of the irish or johnny kapahala right easy like money though because yeah. you can just throw the the helmet on the stunt actor or actress yeah and just like let, let them go true. wild and have a bunch of b-roll of like professional bikers doing their thing you don't need to like train the actual actors to do much they probably need basic bike etiquette yeah, on yeah. how to like straddle the the bike as they're sitting on there like walking up to the starting line you know how when you look up movies like they give you like you know the imdb ratings and all of that mm -hmm. how did this rate no oh well it's re more relevant to your movie when you homecoming born <laughs> have you ever <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen a walmart review show up for it? <laughs> what <laughs> watch like you get imdb uh, rotten tomatoes right uh -huh. Look at this. Walmart. <laughs> what? Who at Walmart? Oh, because they have their own product pages. And I'm sure someone back in 2006 okay. was creating a rating for the DVD copy of it. Hmm. Interesting. Oscar, did, did that movie want make you want to get a, a motorbike? Just like casually um, have some sort of motorized bike on the side? A little bit, a lot more of just, um, just biking in general. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, no, don't, don't think it particularly inspired that. Like, I think it was just the dirt and going fast between that and Johnny Kapahala back on board. <laughs> sure. I think for me, there was a level of abstraction with these like outdoor sports and like, oh, that's cool. That happens in a fairy tale land where people can find a hill big enough to dirt board down or be trusted with a motorized vehicle. Yeah, no, it was uh, also just, uh, I think, a cool movie because it was like the family had a really sick, like, ranch style property, <laughs> like where they just have all of this <laughs> stuff. Huh? I was like, this is nice. All where you started the real estate. <laughs> manifested, yeah, your, your property ownership dreams. Yeah. The ripe age of six. Francesca? <laughs> You're okay Ooh, um let me see what do i have <laughs> honestly sounds like you're in the middle of this side down to oh i i almost want to change it but i'm not going to stand by it yep i have halloween town which the one original the original the original okay i want okay, like okay. the original you know i know that you know caliban's revenge was it was cool and it was a little like more adult ver you know for disney it was a little like it had, it was very dark it was dark yeah it was actually kind of you know creeped me out a little bit because i'm terrible with anything slightly scary um <laughs> and you know, i remember like i think she went to a movie theater or something and everyone there was like old and withery or something they were frozen know? in place yeah yeah anyways um so I went with the first one because you have kind of the, you know, Harry Potter-esque, like, mm. oh, kid is actually a wizard, you know, a witch. 
uh, and loved that, you know, was still kind of hoping that that would happen to me at some point. <laughs> uh, and I, I think the main character, Marnie, is just like pretty likable and relatable as, you know, or was relatable mm -hmm. to me. Uh, yeah, solid movie. Oh. I don't know. What do you all think? I like Halloween Town. Um, I, I I was very interested in which one you were going to pick out of out of uh, yeah. Out of the there, there are there are a lot, but there are four. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Which one? I need to know which one you would have picked. Yeah. I would I would I would have gone with uh, Cal Calabar's Revenge. Was it Cal? Okay. The second one. Yeah. Were they all the? Calabar, Cal the citizens Cal of Halloween Town turn evil, and people who are wearing the <laughs> who are wearing the costumes become those yeah, yeah, beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, where that's, they that's fuse. A one. Yeah, yeah, that, that one was pretty. That turned you off? <laughs> no, no, I liked it, and I almost wanted to pick it, but then I felt like I was picking it just because it was more popular, and I, you know, decided. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I like the original. Then there was the whole True. thing with that guy she was really into that turned out to be like fucking evil. I, he was like the big bad or the, the big bad, yeah. And he had like to the big bad, maybe. Luke, I don't know. Lucas yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's oh, that's in the the different character, the different casted <laughs> one. Dang. Oh yeah, sorry, that's when they I'm sorry. Automatic. I just I don't yeah. like them recast like no, I think Lucas Graveyard is in. Halloween Town High as well. Is he? And then they just switched Marnie out, but kept. Okay, they literally just changed the main actress between. It's a lot. Hi I mean, she's I know, the main it's person. huge for sure. But I think that was the only swap. Also, can we talk about how Debbie Reynolds is in this series? Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's yeah. Big... Like legendary actress. Wild. <laughs> I feel like Disney Disney goes hard in the paint with the casting every five or ten years, and then dips, and then revives it again. I I fully forgot what happened in Halloween Town High. It was I feel like it was like a uh, high school yeah. drama. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. like oh there are the the weird kids who are really magical beings, and then yeah the normal mm -hmm. kids, and it's like fitting in in high school. But then you know, also there's someone evil doing. Oh, there's the the knights, knights of the Iron Dagger. Um, so just casual crusaders who are trying to basically, yeah, kill. or cool, cool, cool. you know, um, what was it, Inquisitionists? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they. Uh, oh shoot, I forgot about that. Okay, Marnie bets all the Cromwell magic that her plan to oh to bring the Halloween town kids into the mortal world will work and that's why she has to like that's why they work so hard on trying to get them like assimilated I guess because mm. if they don't they lose the magic sounds like she bet it she I bet feel that. Like she just made a, a big big mistake yeah <laughs> sounds like sounds like a gambling problem to me yeah, let's see. Yeah. High roller, Marty. Can we also talk about how good the CGI was with Benny, the skeleton cab driver? Oh, I did love Benny, too. <laughs> Someone got evil. Oh, well, that's only because everyone got evil, right? right? 
but he would always have like skeleton puns. Yeah. yeah. I planted the seed of puns in my head. <laughs> that was the origin. Here, of I, am, here I am a monster in my, yeah. my young adulthood. Well, yeah, I think good movie. One of like the earliest decoms. So mm-hmm. really, you know, going back in history. Yeah. Right on. Okay. My number two. Bring it. It's a basic one. High school musical. Don't at me. Uh, yeah. ah, right. uh, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, man. Am I supposed to? No, no, aren't we supposed to? Oh, give me grief. Yeah, yeah give me a grief. little. <laughs> I mean, okay. No, looking back, I'm, I'm kind of more into it than I was, honestly, at the time that it came out. So I think mm. at the time that it came out, I was also. Mm, let me see. What what year was? When that? did it come out? I don't. Okay, two thousand six. Really, that's crazy. Okay. I wonder if the, if my fascination with High School Musical was more a product of how good Disney Channel was getting at drip feeding you all these behind the scenes and different mm. variations of High School Musical. I think it was one of the movies, first movies that had the pop up trivia features and the sing along uh, yeah. version. Um, I might have picked High School oh. Musical too, to be honest. Okay. Is that the one where they're at the country club? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one smacks. Sorry, Sharpay's first... parents just hire a bunch of high school juniors to live on the yeah. resort and work. First, there. yeah. First time I heard about a country club, and I'm like, dang, that's sick. Yeah. Honestly. It was, yeah, no, no, that's an interesting point that you mentioned about Disney Channel, though. Like Disney Channel, like really paved the way on like a lot of like these seemingly interactive like bits and clips to yeah their yeah. like especially in like a time and period where like i don't know at that age like i wasn't like on youtube or doing as many like that wasn't my primary media consumption but like it had all these things like where they do interviews with like the cast and like like it was it's all it really was its own enterprise of like giving you behind the scenes talking mm-hmm. to like the actors all the fun facts about them yeah yeah and i think there was maybe part of me that wanted to find that older adolescent role model or something. It was like modeling what high school could be when we were in later middle school. Yeah. Were we in later middle school? Early middle school. Early middle school. We were 10. Okay. But there's something you like said looking for role models. <laughs> Alex, Alex, you can say it. By role models, you were, you were trying to look for the movies with, with the hottest girls. It makes sense. <laughs> No, hey. <laughs> okay, maybe a little bit of a question on Gabriella. Oh wow! Okay, now it comes out. Yeah, maybe little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like little bit of crush. Everyone had such a huge crush on Zac Efron, and I think just maybe like right at the beginning because everyone was so into High School Musical. I don't know if I actually was against it or if I just decided like this is too much. Like okay. I, I don't want to be a part of mm. whatever this is that's going on where people are. So was it the hype that actually repelled you? I I don't know. I don't know if I would have liked it without any social context. Um, maybe because I do. I feel like I identify with like the the geek with a an artistic side. I guess. Bit. oh yeah the the smart the smart 
a girl who isn't allowed to dance. <laughs> right? That one? What? Yeah. With Gabrielle? Oh, I thought we were talking about the the, the cafeteria number. Oh, uh, no, I'm talking about I identified with Gabrielle. <laughs> okay. Because generally nerdy, but kind of stage fright and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think it was a bit too over the top with like the fan, like, especially, you know, girls my age at the time, it was just like people were, were insane over, over everything. So <laughs> middle school was terrible, actually. Oh, well, I also was at an all girls school at the mm-hmm. time. So mm, like imagine how obsessed girls at your schools were with high school musical. And then just multiply it by like 20 because they had no, you know, shame or (laughs) they weren't worried about impressing anyone. Mm, It was just, yeah. yeah. Raw. raw When you put a bunch of girls together, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Um, (laughs) But anyways, yeah, maybe it's associated with that time for me too. But Mm. I'm going to have to shout out uh, High School Musical, the musical series. It is very good. It's a very good TV show. Shout out that. I definitely watched the first episode with like, you know, like, oh my God, they're trying to do this. Like, what is this going to be? I'm going to watch it and never tell anyone that I did because it's embarrassing. Uh, But Olivia Rodrigo, I mean. Come on. Ascendant Olivia Rodrigo in this show. Yeah. Chef's Kiss. And it's also a very self-aware storyline, I think. Yeah. In places, so. That's true. Which I think matches kind of the comedic stylings of, I guess, where we are in, in time. Right yeah. Now. Yeah, it's definitely more self-aware and more like open in general mm-hmm. about different like pop culture, yeah. just cultural things. So I like it. Solid. Mr. Molina? This one could be my top one, but it's not going to be my top one today. It's going to come in number two, the 13th year. Mm. Oh, um, yes. Good one. Okay. <laughs> And that's why I'm not going to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> you can mention it. it I, th- I think a double mention helps uh, re-emphasize. We had one. I did not lie on the sports stuff. <laughs> this is the fourth one. <laughs> yes. That is a sports movie. This movie's just fire. This one's like, I, like in my in my head, one of like, for my childhood, one of the more classic ones. This is one I've definitely seen more than many of the others. Did we recently watch this one at all, Alex? Wait, did we watch it all together? I think we all watched it together back when y'all were in Mountain View. That makes sense, actually. Oh, yeah. Wasn't I trying to... I feel like I was on a, a merman, mermaid. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted to watch... A mermathon? Just one of those movies. And we tried to watch um, Splash. Remember? With the, like, yeah, really yeah. old... Not really old. Okay. <laughs> Older older film and we i think we got through like two minutes and it was just too much yeah <laughs> i mean tom hanks good good job but it was just yeah so we switched to 13th year which yeah 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 we yeah, pivoted hard movie. yeah i i like it it's cool whole i remember getting kind of sad in that movie because it dealt with like the whole concept like on an abstract level of like 
adoption because right. his yeah. original mom like left him and then she reconnected with him when he was going through this mermaid transformation experience like there was a lot more to aside him just getting really good at swimming and also just <laughs> the whole thing whole thing was just a puberty thing right like the 13 oh, year yeah. like like oh my body's changing um yeah so this one's definitely a, a classic for me and and just my one of my top decons when I remember oh I do remember this because we talked extensively about the name Chez Starbucks <laughs> oh yes <laughs> our, the our main dude. man Chez Starbucks uh, I feel like you know he's a two-name person <laughs> you need to you need to say everything uh yeah that's all i'll say about boys boys with that name 100 chance they're in jail right now (laughs) cheers cheers well it's not a great sign that it doesn't have a hyperlink in wiki wikipedia so Mm -hmm. let me see is it short for something oh my gosh that's the god-given name (laughs) i don't think god had anything to Mm -hmm. do with it just to you know push back a little bit one of the reasons i didn't end up with this i almost said chess but (laughs) (laughs) on um, my list was because i remembered seeing it recently and being like wait a minute this sucks no but like this guy's kind of a douchebag um like did did i block that part out when, like his character yeah mm. yeah and like yes you know he ends up befriending the dork but only because he needs to use him for information oh, i'm and starting to remember like, all of that too you know and he like isn't a reliable friend really for most of the there's definitely some power dynamic there with like the jock trying to you know and and the poor guy. I love. I think my favorite character might be the friend. Um, yeah, Harold Ramis Jr. Do you do you actually know that, or are you? Just no, kind of, I mean he looks exactly like Harold Ramis. Just sweetly, Justin John Ross. But yeah, I, I think for me the effect of the thirteenth year, and maybe this was my mentality a lot through my. my early years was it may be very existential like oh am i secretly a, a, a merman mermaid and i just yeah. haven't been uh you know once i hit 13 maybe all these changes are going to happen to me i think i was really into potentially being some supernatural creature i feel like everyone yeah, was. yeah. also okay, you didn't cool. see this when it came out it came out right just yeah. the re- i mean like still the reruns when i was young and watching disney channel yeah yeah that's true yeah Definitely, yeah. Everyone wants to feel special or think they're special. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's just a <laughs> number of times I, I still sometimes just stare at an object thinking and hoping it might move if I think hard Telepathy. enough. Yeah. Uh, Too yes. many. Telekinesis. We're, we'll get there. Yeah. We still have MPT yet, right? Mm, <laughs> we got I three need, more years. I need someone to write like a book series about like a 35-year-old who's <laughs> discovered. The 35th year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, follow up. We're, hey, Chess, uh, where are you at? Uh, Chess, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> let us know. Um, yeah. Where instead of uh, instead of our knees starting to hurt and our back aching in the morning, we develop superpowers. Yeah. At 35. I like That's it. it. I'm ready to sell that. No, you know what I want? I want a 
menopause superwoman you know it's actually a business ideas we're doing ideas ideas yeah just like <laughs> you know we're talking about this with him going through puberty what if something good actually came from menopause saying you know yeah fire fire and all that. fire throwing oh i like it i like it yeah i could see that going somewhere with what with the whole concept fire throwing yeah I don't yeah know. hot hot flashes actually you're just blasting fire you are the hot Maybe. flash you oh. are the hot flash. Ooh. Ooh. through the wall boom i think we're on francesca right for her number yeah we are she, yeah, sure. she just like flash. <laughs> hey, I gotta remember this stuff. This stuff is gold. Okay, I'm just gonna preface my last two with like this was incredibly hard to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's so many that I left out. Uh, but I and I'll, I'll say I'm not sure if this one deserves number two for me, but you know different people uh i put jump in definitely a great decom i'd say you know you you got corbin blue you got kiki palmer yeah uh, his actual dad oh oh yeah is that is that yeah okay cool all right um and i feel like there was a younger actor who was in that um i don't know like someone you wouldn't think of normally uh let me see anything coming up no anyways uh i'll continue you know you've got the the double dutch does this count as sports for you oscar yeah yeah it's a sports movie okay okay jump rope is hard yeah and you've got i don't know i liked the whole thing i liked it being like a, a sport that i hadn't been aware of at the time <laughs> too um uh-huh. and it had like a bit of like dancing to it and mm-hmm. I, I i love love dancing uh and then you know it wasn't a musical but you did have the iconic song by corbin blue so eh, you know you could almost almost say that that's that's part of it and then you have sideline thing where his bully is really like having a, a hard time at home and he ends up kind of seeing that. So I feel like it's ends up being a pretty wholesome movie where also the main character is kind of a jerk and a bit of like, I feel like that's a, it's a good theme. Usually there's transformation through a movie. I don't think he's super likable in the beginning. Uh, and then he becomes decent which yeah. is good. I think Kiki Palmer is probably like the the lead for me in this yeah. movie. <laughs> it's about her and yeah. Corbin Blue is just in it. Yeah. You know? She's she's the one who's really holding down the jump rope team. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say my number one because just continuation of the conversation. My number one is also is jump in. What else can I add on top of that? I, I liked that the entire storyline was implied to be Rodney the bully telling this whole mm, story yeah, to a new generation of kids at then I think that was a super cool way to tie it all back together and show that he really has gone through a full character arc mm-hmm. I liked that Corbin Blue's character 
weaponized what Rodney thought was an effeminate sport in yeah, in the boxing true. ring. Yeah. Like, ooh, like that that line after he does like a triple backflip in the boxing ring during an <laughs> exhibition match. And he said, it's even more impressive with the ropes. I'm like, ooh, dab on the <laughs> Got him. <laughs> dab on him. Yeah. I, I ran into Francesca. Yeah. On, on the same note of being introduced to a new sport, I think it was super cool seeing the, the, comp- the competition, even if that might not exist in real life, the super hyped up with neon lights and strobes of people doing double dutch. I had a slight problem with the final scene because they started dancing just without I know, they did put down the ropes for a bit, <laughs> like a bit too long for that dance. That break. should be a disqualification right there. But I felt like it was part of, okay, also apparently, I just you know did a quick oh, Google of competitive double dutch mm-hmm. and you know first, Pop-up is Double Dutch Contest World 2019 final battle. So Mm going to have to check that out and see how it compares. But yeah, it is a competitive sport. It is Mm -hmm. real. Let's just make that clear. It is not a fictional. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about Quidditch here. (laughs) Uh, Or, you know, dirt boarding. I don't know enough to speak on that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, (laughs) On the final note, that was... Uh, the movie that Francesca and I watched on our first date. And so that is why it's number one for me. That oh my propels it number one. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, that does that definitely brought wow. it you know more into like today for me. Yeah. Damn, that's cute. We could have we could have been at like a fancy wine bar off of University Ave. <laughs> Said we got the CVS <laughs> wine and we watched jump in. And that that's uh, when I knew. <laughs> Well, yeah, honestly, like, eh, wine bar could have been. Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer. Well, just the fact that I I feel, I don't know, did you bring it up first or did I bring it up? Did, had we talked about it? I think there's a little bit of synergy there, I think. It's... We just said that at the same time. What movie do you want to watch? <laughs> Three, jump two, in. one, jump, jump in. in. Um, <laughs> I think it was more us wanting to not spend a lot of money at a wine bar slash we didn't really yeah like couldn't find seeing it was just busy and we already had dinner and, and it was our it was a first date mm. that you would ask me on like the day before I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> dude throw was, yeah throw back <laughs> throw back what a time the whole the what whole a time pl- plotting with Lulu and Oscar. What a time to be alive. Yeah, I didn't think it was like it was more of a ask us a question. (laughs) Oh yeah. I like I like I like woke up from a nap. Or like I woke up like mid-nap and then I was like, would it be weird if I asked Francesca out on Valentine's Day? Oh god, so everything could have been different. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been very different if it weren't for the nap and our answers. But it happened. Okay. How it happened? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Oscar, you're number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk about this dream. We don't have to. Do um, um, alrighty. My number one, which I don't know why it's my number one, but it is. <laughs> okay. Oscar stumbled that. into this list. <laughs> it's Smart House. All right. Okay. I, I you, know, I'm good with it. Yeah. yeah. Smart House. Also, I think 
up there with the 13th year is probably one of my most frequently rewatched mm. DCOMs as a kid. So I think that's like a, a running theme. Funny enough, this is my one non-sports related one out of my <laughs> list of five. So this one broke the mold there. Really cool movie as far as like just technology goes. It was just like yeah. wicked entertaining as far as just like you could do so many things. And it was just like yeah. sci-fi-esque in that sense. And mm-hmm. I remember having gone to Disneyland and there's like the in the Tomorrowland area, there's like this whole future house area, of like future technology that they made um, at some point when they thought what the future would look like. Um, yeah. So there was like that tie in there. But then I think there was also this whole kind of scary thing where you have this mm-hmm. like AI robotic mom trying to take to control and become like this sentient type being of like actually yeah. trying to feel love and protection over the kid um, and his family, which was like kind of freaky, especially given that there was like the whole backplot there. They had lost their mom, which is why the kid yeah. wanted a smart house. That's also kind of a, a fun and wild um, theme on there. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was a cool movie. Like I remember the party scene where he throws the party and like his dad's coming home and then, just everything just gets sucked through the like carpet. Oh, I do not um, remember that part, but I, I feel like I need to watch that scene. And then there was that like interesting outdoor like garbage disposal whole thing at, like at the front of the house that they had to sneak in through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was this one was like probably one of the more just like fun ones where like everything was just like intriguing seeing all the tech. Yeah, it felt very sci-fi to me. I mean, yeah, well, yeah it is. Yeah. The person who did this one or the screenplay was done by the same person who did Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. So I guess that's Disney Channel's uh, oh, sci-fi okay. person. It was also directed by... LeVar Burton. Yeah. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It was a passion project. <laughs> After that's reading it. Rainbow. <laughs> After reading Rainbow. And then what... Yeah, what the heck? The the also the dude in it, the boy is the same guy from the Luck of the Irish. Oh really? I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. What a legend. Or like, you know, within the Disney Channel world. <laughs> Francesca, you ready to bring us home? Yeah, I did wanna I was checking on one other detail. I just wanted to see with um Smart House actually. Okay, well, you know how, so the house is named Pat as yeah. like a... Assisted technology or something, yeah. Yeah, and it just r- reminded me of like 2001, A Space Odyssey. How? Hal, yeah. I'm just like, huh. Hmm. Spooky. Hmm. Spooky. Yeah, I think it takes a lot from like from, from different sci-fi authors who had written about similar things already. But um, yeah, solid, solid choice. My number one, which has not been mentioned yet, uh, save the best for last, Cadet Kelly. This was a frequent rerun <laughs> for me. Hillary Duff, didn't love Hillary Duff, but loved her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Christy Carlson Romano, aka Kim Possible. AKA um, older sister on Even Stevens. Ah, God, I hated that show. Um, I kind of liked it. Anyway. Oh, ooh. maybe it's because there's an annoying brother in it, and like the weightlifting the brother. The... Which one, Shia LaBeouf or Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all about like, oh, this is fun because he's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, he's like, oh no, no. Well, 
No. From, from the only child perspective, I thought it was great fun. Okay. <laughs> and I did not understand anything that was happening in that sibling, <laughs> that sibling uh, show. Well, yes. Okay. Back to what's important here, which is Cadet, Cadet Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Iconic would be a word I'd use to describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, she is like a somewhat rebellious teenager who gets sent to military academy for like boarding school. Her stepdad is a general at that like Mm -hmm. military space. So it's kind of a double whammy of like, oh wow, now I have to go kind of somewhat stay with just the stepdad. And also, you know, she knows nothing about military life and- Uh Oh, apparently she also she went to art school. So it's I think they really try to to make it as clear as possible that like this was not not what she really wanted yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's obviously a romantic interest. They have a sick drill competition at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. That was one of my hype. favorite scenes. So like one of the things that she realizes that you know she is talented at is basically like a military version of stepping <laughs> and she kind of has like a face-off early on with whoever Christy Carlson from Out of Place. And they do, it's basically like this little dance-off kind of thing, which is very entertaining. And uh, it's just really cool. And then they come together at the end to do like a presentation. I'm not sure if it's actually a, a competition or just like a drill it's a Disney Channel movie so obviously it has to be like the grand tournament of everything yeah yeah well I don't know I don't I'll check on that Mm -hmm. but yeah so they you know perform this oh I have to find what song they do it to because (laughs) I I know that song so well just from this movie I think if you've watched the movie and you hear the song like you'll automatically go to it and they also dance with ribbons at the end, which like I feel like might be stepping away from the military academy bit, you, you know. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that might be somewhat non on subject or yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> the but little scope creep on. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I think the emotional core of the movie yeah. is. Did you you remember when she gets that like call and her dad is her dad was on the way to the competition I think that's what yeah. it was and he I don't know somehow like fell off a cliff yeah in or the forest or something right? onto yeah. another little cliff side somewhat cliff oh yeah, yeah. and she has to like rappel down right? yeah the yeah she rescues him yeah exactly oh, she yeah, yeah. Dude, so she, she takes impossible. everything she's learned like how tough and strong she's gotten mm-hmm. which I think I think that's that's a great part of the movie for me it's just yeah she seems kind of like wimpy at the beginning and it's like oh she's not gonna last year but she kind of just like pulls herself up and gets through it mm-hmm. and I think that's what I really liked about the movie for me it's just like yeah like you can do I I know it's cheesy but it's a good message like you can yeah. do whatever you, you yeah. mind to all of, all of them had kind of a cheesy good message yeah. some cheesier yeah. than others that's true <laughs> Wasn't there a part where she paints Captain Captain Stone's hair? Wasn't there like a prank war, or maybe it was just oh, one sided? Um, 
Oh, yeah. no, I think uh, it was definitely double side, not double side. I don't know. There was something on. Yeah, kind of, kind of reminds me of the um, uh, parent trap. Parent trap. Yeah. yeah, parent trap kind of war going on. I think the the captain, which is Christy Carlson Romano, she destroys like one of uh, Hillary Duff's like blankets, but mm -hmm. apparently I think it was like a really important blanket or emotionally significant in some way. And so yeah, yeah. so, so then she, Hillary Duff killed her dog. In <laughs> no, so she paints her hair in the middle mm -hmm. of the night. I yeah, I don't know exactly why you know that idea came up but all in good fun yeah because it was oh here's my art attack on your pristine image i guess yeah yeah that's true it's a good movie you got some big hitters in that movie yeah cadet tally was on my uh my, my another list of backups mm. <laughs> at least for number five maybe. there you have it all of our top five boom yeah. now I think we could just be more free-flowing and we just list all of our honorable mentions. I know that yeah. previously so we've had two to three yeah. as a cap, but I think we should- We can just throw them out there. Cadet yeah. Cali was on there for me as another backup. Mm -hmm. Minutemen, y'all remember yeah. Minutemen? Minutemen yeah, was also on my it. list, yeah. yeah. Another sci-fi-y one, all, but that one was definitely on the later side of all of mine because I think all of mine were like pretty early on, like mm -hmm. pre-2004. Minutemen was like 07 or something, 08. Something that was cool about that movie that I thought was groundbreaking at the time was the football friend. Throughout most of the movie, we got the sense that he was truly a, a good guy. Um, and then I think it was in the last 20 minutes where we saw back in freshman year, he, he basically sided with the bullies and then decided to put lipstick on, on the main character and his friend. Hmm. Which I thought was interesting because usually Disney movies will try to sow the, the seeds of doubt a little earlier. But that one was like, whoa. I don't know. They do like red herrings sometimes. I feel mm. like that's, I don't know. But yeah, I, I did I did like that movie too. That's cool. Um, I also had Halloween Town and the 13th of the year. I also had Full Court Miracle. <laughs> Just oh, nice. The... I don't, I don't even think I watched the full movie. What? Yeah. I just liked what that it was doing? a really interesting way to tell the story of Hanukkah through a Disney Channel oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. It's about Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, I know oh. that one briefly too. Double teamed? Y'all remember? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't say, the, don't say those words on the podcast. <laughs> I know. Up and Alex just laughed. Yeah, no. Question, questionable title, but double team, kind of a banger. You had to describe it like that, too. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, and based off a real story. Yeah. Um, Pixel Perfect as well. I think that one, I, I remember watching it more recently, like within the past six years. <laughs> because Dylan and I, when we were living together for a summer, we did quote-unquote bad movie tuesday oh yeah so i remember came up as yeah it came up as one of our fan voted <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah requests and that one was that one was kind of traumatic and kind of surreal because so the, the storyline is that phil is a future film i know, this is I know, actual movie, I know the movie. develops <laughs> a, a hologram ai in order to 
boost their band's popularity at the very end the ai freaking possesses the main singer slash romantic interest of phil in a thunderstorm oh like she gets shocked by lightning and then somehow the ai like enters her through that and for two minutes this girl's body is just run by a machine and then she disappears into the clouds yet another freaky (laughs) another little freaky makes you pause and be like hmm i'm gonna have to go back and watch so many things yeah the general idea of like teenage boy crafts perfect girl for me didn't really age well just like uh, okay that's great that's like what the physically perfect woman like girl is supposed to be and yeah like then you make the other girl jealous and he also like he didn't like love interest is is true but i don't think he actively knew that he liked the other girl the, the real girl in it until like he thought that he liked the hologram girl and mm-hmm. then it was just like there are parts of it just a bit yeah, i don't know yeah not not the best it much yeah yeah Oscar, any other honorable mentions? Um, no, Minuteman, Halloween Town, Calabar's Revenge was the other one. Cadet mm-hmm. Cali was also another backup. And then, oh, The Proud Family? Um, yeah, I didn't love the movie, though. I don't know. With the peanuts? It, yeah, I, I just remember that movie being so weird. It was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I just um, remember there was, one, there was one friendly peanut, and his name was Cashew. do we want to do we want to wrap up here's here's a potential fan fun wrap up uh what movie would you go mentions yeah oh i didn't and i have a lot so maybe i'll just list some out i'll start with gotta kick it up good remember it yeah solid twitches tia and tamara like love them and twitches too Spelled T-O-O. Yep. Has to be. Great one. These ones are more recent and more embarrassing to admit, but Go on. solid. So Lemonade Mouth, which is mm-hmm. really recent, um, but it's kind of like a breakfast club, but with music. Like instead of becoming friends, they well, they become friends, but they also form a band. Mm-hmm. And... It has randomly, I don't know if you know Haley Kyoko. She's in it just like casually. And I, I realized that it was her today. And I was like, what? And Stuck in the Suburbs has Taryn Killam from SNL, uh, which is surprising. Who's Taryn? Yeah, you, you, we literally had this conversation. <laughs> you were like, I don't know that name. And we did uh-huh. this thing. I looked it up. See the picture? Yes. And I'm seeing, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoa. Okay. Yep. Okay. So now you know. <laughs> wow. Okay. We went through that. So more like deeper ones. I, I have to mention the color of friendship because it's like one of the ones that actually goes. Well, okay. Yes. Other ones go through like deep topics in general, but yeah, this is like a- This one didn't beat around the bush. Yeah, and it's a really hard topic to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, 
combined with not just talking about race, but also talking about like apartheid and like mm -hmm. politics and and yeah, just like addressing all of that actually on Disney would feel kind of weird now, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe not now, maybe when like we were at the peak of, of Disney. So I like that one. Oh, and really, sorry, last, last one, last one, I swear, because I'm not gonna mention the other ones. Uh, Avalon High, pretty bad movie, which is why I did not make my list, <laughs> but I did like it because it's like about like Arthur, you know, mm -hmm. the legend of Arthur, but in high school, which sounds, you know, if you just told me that, like I'd buy that book. But this movie specifically dishonorable mention? No, because it sucks. no. I mean, it wasn't great, but like, you kind of know that going in, I think. Kind of like, uh, am I expecting this to be really good? No. Am I going to yeah. watch it anyways? Definitely. And that's it. Wonderful. Oscar? I was going to say, if you're going, if you were to go off right now and watch one of these movies that was out here, which one, which one would be the pick? Mm, one that we've listed? Yeah, of one that you'd go, yeah. Didn't y'all yell at me? Either to do a rewatch. Watch one of these movies. I'll do whatever like makes you too happy. Johnny Capahala. But he's already seen that one. And like, it was his, I don't know. I feel like he. he well, it's like, I haven't seen any of these movies, like in theory at this point, over 15 years, if I'm going to make any he's estimate. seen it recently. No, I haven't. You haven't? That's, that's why like all of these descriptions are so vague. If it weren't for the Wikipedia searches. <laughs> to give as much detail yeah like i haven't seen yeah at least 15 years for johnny kapahala yeah i just have images that are strewn together by nothing <laughs> jt austin getting mad at the grandpa because he doesn't know how to surf johnny kapahala going over some haze bales at mm. the very end of the the race um him and his friends skateboarding on a half pipe these yeah. are these are the sole images of that movie. <laughs> in yeah, that's why I'd go to that one. I want to piece Mostly that one together most of all. Yeah, that's true. I think I want to go back and watch Get a Clue. Um, oh yes, yeah. that'd be yeah, my second. I, I really that liked movie was it, intense, but I don't remember enough about it. So like, I think yeah. it's at the perfect moment where I can still go back and watch it and feel like I'm not just rewatching something right now. Speaking nice. of which, before this, we watched Xenon. We did. It didn't make anyone's list. Dude, Xenon. Actually, I, I should have, I think the sequel would have made my honorable mentions if I had remembered it. Um, but I don't remember enough about it, honestly, to, to say much. It was just, I think it was really, it was pretty early on, like Z3. The third one came out in 2004. I don't know, just to, to give us some context. Like, yeah, Xenon came out in the third year that they were doing officially Disney Channel original movies. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's just harder to remember. And also you guys probably didn't. Well, okay, I won't make any assumptions. You might not have followed it as closely because it perhaps a bit more catered to girls and like you know definitely yeah. marketed to or xenon i like xenon. yeah <laughs> yeah that's good go on why haven't you said yeah. anything so far xenon yeah it was fun it was weird 
the, the fashion, the, the fashion was really, yeah, yeah. The fits were, yeah. were wild. Yeah. Fits were good. Yeah. Like, damn, yes. okay, you're like Xenon's part of a, a small contingent of the human population who goes up into a space station, and she's out here wearing like laffy taffy colors. <laughs> yeah, that I think it was just like nylon uniform though. I feel like everyone was wearing crazy colors. I feel like her parents were wearing pretty. Well, yeah, not the, not the adults. I feel like all the kids were those. Maybe it was like a school uniform. <laughs> well, thank you guys for, for sharing thank you. your, your childhood. <laughs> being vulnerable about the whole yeah. opening up. Yeah. Watched. There's so many movies. Yeah, no, I like the description of it's just a bunch of images in my head that are like some not pieced together and some pieced together. Like that's how I recall all of these. But I know like in my heart <laughs> that they hold a spot somewhere Yeah. of like fond memories. Yeah. Yeah. It can still hold fond memories in the future. You can still watch Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> Just saying, I won't. I won't judge you. Anything after two thousand six, I doesn't matter to me. What? Wait. Okay. I feel like I gotta disprove that. Like right now. Okay. Okay. Vaguely. Vaguely. But I'm back on board. Two thousand seven. Minute two thousand eight. <laughs> okay. Two thousand eight is my cutoff. Done. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm trying to work it out in my head. Johnny Capahala back on board was released probably oh. around the same time that Obama announced his, like, that he was running for president. Whoa. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> never, never heard of Obama. Talk to me about Johnny, though. <laughs> there is no way Obama was out here when Johnny Dude, was Barack out here. Obama back on board. <laughs> Give Barack Obama Johnny back Kapahala, board. 2008. Boy. Um, yeah, these timelines don't work. There's something <laughs> off. There's something off. I'm really, I'm really, it, it's clashing a lot in my head. Camp Rock, same year that Obama got elected. Oh, like no, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. All right. Well, I hope everyone goes to bed with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope to have some some good dreams i'm about to take a tony knockout <laughs> dream of dream of uh every dude if i if i can create a mix match of every disney movie that we just talked about i think i'm gonna write down the newest newest screenplay for the next <laughs> movie <laughs> do you want to sign us off francesca i think you just say bye <laughs> i feel like bye. i need something clever but I don't have something clever. So good night. Love you. <laughs> good night. Thanks for having me on. It's been, it's been fun. Thanks for letting me talk a lot about <laughs> <laughs> movies. Uh, I fashion. feel like you gave me this outlet. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> this is all you, Francesca. So I can do this. Yeah. Well, thank Amazing. you. Amazing. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Stay bumpy, friends. <laughs>